Hello, welcome to the L3 Podcast, a podcast production of the Michigan Ministry Network designed and focused to help ministers and church leaders live healthy lives, lead thriving churches, and launch into the communities around them. I'm your host, Aaron Halavin, and we're excited to be with you today. Well, I am excited today to have uh, a special guest, Brett Carlton. Brett, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Pastor Aaron. Excited to be here. Well, you have been, many may not know this, Brett is our producer for our L3 podcast, <laughs> and uh, you may have seen him around at our events, right. uh, taking pictures, usually a camera on him. Always have a camera on me. Always a camera. <laughs> and uh, and his better half, Sarah, uh, who is uh, a team, and they serve the Michigan Ministry Network uh, in various ways through our student ministries, as well as things like our podcasts and other right. parts of our tech stuff. Uh, Brett, share a little bit so people who don't know you, what else you do, uh, and just a little bit about yourself. Oh, man. So I am currently the marketing director over at Freedom Center Church in Fenton. Come on. Um, I've been at Freedom Center for 27 years Yeah. now. So uh, you were three when you went there? No. I. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, not quite. Um, but I met my wife at the church. We've been there. We both serve uh, at Freedom Center as well as Michigan Ministry Network, and absolutely have a blast with everything that we do. Well, and you have a you both have an incredible spirit about you, and just a, a servant's heart. If you know uh, either Brett or Sarah, you know that that is true. Today, our subject is the importance of presentation in a local church, and one of the things that. Um, we have to kind of face uh, where we are is that oftentimes the way we present Jesus is less quality than who Jesus is. <laughs> uh, you just went there. That I just great. went there. No, I, I just it. went there. Uh, <laughs> I, I had a guy at our church. Uh, he was a marketing guy. He actually was the guy who created the Eminem commercial yeah. for the Super Bowl way back in the day. And he told me that in his career, he had a million bad products that he promoted really well. Right. And his frustration in the kingdom is, is that sometimes we have the best, well, well not sometimes, yep. we have the best product mm -hmm. in Jesus, not that he's a product, but the person <laughs> of Jesus. Right. Um, but we often and sometimes present him poorly. We, and so. <laughs> uh, yes, we do. And, and I try not to, to go on rants and tangents sure. when it comes to that. But anytime yeah. I'm teaching a church, uh, any kind of marketing stuff, like that is usually where I start sure. is like, what have we been doing? Right, right. But yeah. And sometimes people, and so for you on the podcast, if you're uh, in a uh, church setting where you don't have the resources of people to be able to do some things. We don't want you to feel bad about that. No. The purpose of this is to let you know there's help that uh, uh, Brett and others are available. We're creating a team in our right. network that would yep. be able to help churches with that. So that is coming. But more than that, today we want to talk about the phil philosophy, the thought process of you as a leader in your church ministry or missions work of what what you're communicating to the people who don't know Jesus, yeah. the people you're communicating inside your church. Because in this modern day and age, rather we like it or we want to unspiritualize it, it is part of our culture today. Presentation of anything does capture people's attention. Right. Uh, and so we're not at all talking about minimizing the truth of Jesus. We believe in no. the Bible. It should be presented. Amen. It's all that. None of that. This is just about us taking an honest look at where we are 
and where we need to go. Right. So, Brett, what are some of your observations about, oh, church presentations, graphics, logos, PowerPoints, yeah. websites, social media, signage, you know, yeah, the whole right. deal. So let's start with the online community right now okay. first, right? Because that's usually uh, somebody's first point of entry into our church nowadays. Right. Um, we. I don't uh, know if you heard that. Pastors, listen, uh, say that again, Brett, because that's really The important. online world is the first point of entry that most people walking into a church will ever have. What he means is they check that out before they ever check yes. in at your building. Yeah, so for live stream, for instance, at Freedom Center Church, uh, we've heard multiple times people say, hey, I've been watching your live stream for three months, and I just had to show up. You know, and, and they've been consistent three months. They comment, they respond, they check in every single week, and but they won't step foot into the church until they feel absolutely comfortable with the environment, with the teaching style, with the worship. And many people have different opinions on that, on sure. how it should be. Right. However, that is kind of the truth of the world that we're living in. Yeah. And so when we're talking about websites, if I am searching for a church, let's say in Brighton, right? right. Uh, usually I'm going to search churches near me. Right or AG churches, Baptist churches near me, whatever it is. Right. Um, and I'm going to start going through people's websites, right. and I'm going to start seeing which one actually vibes with me and my family. Right. Uh, so if I go to one, and it's overly difficult to find information, for one thing. Right. Uh, if it's convoluted and just uh, everything is buried, if it looks bad, right. I am going to go away. Right. Um, it used to be, and I think the time span is actually shorter now, but it used to be you had five seconds to capture somebody's attention right. when they go to your website before they leave. Right. If they cannot find the information or they don't, uh, you know, again, vibe with the feel of the website within five seconds, they're gone. Right. They're moving on to the next link uh, to see if they can find the information looking at. So it, it is so important to be able to present yourself well as right. the church. Right. Um, when we're searching for restaurants, we don't want to look for the, you know, we, when we look through the photos, we don't want to go to the one that looks gross. Right. We don't want to look to, you know, go to the one that looks really dirty or anything like that. And it's the same thing with the people. Right. So if we're not showcasing the best of the best online uh, to the community out there, they're probably not going to step foot into our churches. Yeah, I did. A, I had a guy one time come, uh, a, a secret shopper from a very large church. Yeah. It was an independent, non-AG church in the area, but he's a friend of mine. And I said, would you come to our church? And he came in and he experienced a Sunday. And I said, what'd you think? And he said, this is maybe my third year of senior pastoring. He said, your people are amazing. The energy level in here is awesome. But your website, your social media, <laughs> and the outside of your building, don't yeah, tell me that. Right. And he said, and and rather pastors, if, if you're in your 50s or 60s, you may say, oh, I don't care if people think about my website. I'm telling you. If you want to grow younger, you have to have an online presence. Yes, you do. And your building needs, to, I mean, your grass needs to be cut. It does. And your signage needs to be clear. And 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 I'll, and I'll even tell you, and this may step on some toes. Hopefully you all love me. <laughs> but you know what? A lot of times younger generations don't like is when they drive by a church sign that has the pastor's name on it. Yes. Because that's very true. I, I, don't, I don't know what it is, but it makes them, they just don't like that. So we have to think through not that the website, social media, and uh, building outside of the building is the uh, message of Jesus. We don't conflate right. that. 
but it does hinder specifically younger generations from wanting to come experience it, the goodness that's happening in your church. It really does. And especially yeah. on social media, right? A, a lot of churches and businesses, when social media really started becoming this big thing, and it wasn't just a fad mm-hmm. that everybody thought was going to fade out after a while. Right. Uh, once it was here to stick, everybody was like, ooh, this is free advertising. Right. I get to use this to post you know, all of the specials and all of the events and all the things I have going on. Yet the generation that is looking at social media now, they don't care about any of that. No. They want to be able to find something that they can feel, like viscerally feel uh, something that they can be a part of emotionally, uh, that they can attach part of their own identity to as well. Right. And so if you have mediocre you know, uh, graphics or photos that don't do your church justice on there, right. they're not going to stop with enough time to actually find things out, you're, they're just going to scroll right past. Right. And the algorithm shows like, you know, the more people scroll past your stuff, the less you're actually seen. Like right. the algorithm pushes you way down. The and natural so, uh, internet algorithms. The, yeah. the person who sits somewhere through AI yes. <laughs> in some building that we don't know who yeah. decides all Let's things. Let's call him Bobby. Yeah, we'll like, call him Bobby. Yeah, yeah okay. Bobby says, yeah, you know, yeah. like nobody's interacting with this stuff, so we're not going to show it to anybody any longer. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So what what statements does a poor presentation of the church, uh, we kind of covered a little bit, but what does it, and and I want to be careful how I say this, but what does that represent to people about what you believe? How does that affect that? Man, it, it really comes across like you don't care all that much. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. Right? Because it's not it, true. It's not true. But it, and it comes across that exactly. way. Exactly. And especially if the people don't know your heart. And and this is why I'm huge with being able to share your heart, share the vision of, of the church, of what God is doing in your community right. all the time. Because if people don't know that and they drive past your building, sure, you may not have a lawn maintenance guy. And maybe you're the only person to do it. And you were on vacation. You were visiting people in the hospital. Sure. You just didn't have time for one reason or another. Um, If people understand your heart and they see something not taken care of, they give you grace. They do. They they really do. And however, the opposite is true too. If they don't know your heart and they see a poor presentation of anything, your building's not painted well, the carpet's stained, the grass isn't mowed, they're going to just judge you right off the bat. Right, right. And especially if they're driving by or... Yeah. And and you need to think of... uh, I know we know this, but our websites and stuff are the drive-bys digitally right. of our congregations. Um, what what does so a surrounding community that doesn't know Jesus? Okay, okay, and they're looking. You know, I, I I used to tell my church this that the people in our community could care less about all the things we do right. until they know that we care about yes. something in their life. Yep. So the messaging that you send out to your local community mm-hmm. through website, Facebook. Uh, social media, whatever. Oftentimes, Brad, I think in our churches, we, you tell me if I'm wrong. This is my observation. And if I'm wrong, I'm open to being wrong. (laughs) Um, My observation is, is we tend to post about what we do. Yes. We tend to post events. We don't often tell people why they matter or or target our community. Right, 100%. Okay, talk to us about yeah, that. Yeah, so I just had a conversation with a pastor. Um, uh, we were talking about some branding stuff and some website stuff for their church. And I asked him the question. I was like, what is your community talking about? Right. And they didn't know. Right. It was like, huh, that hurts because I used to know 
what the community was talking about, right. but I don't feel like I know anymore. So it, it really struck a chord in their heart to actually put their ears to the ground, send mm -hmm. the people out there and say, what does the community care about that we should also care about? Right. Because if we care about the community, we need to care about the things they care about. Right. Like, and especially like Jesus was so good at that. Right. Right. You know, like when he went into a place, like, sure, he brought the radical power and the change of God. However, he went there and just inserted himself in the community right. and talked about the things that they were talking about, well, did he, the things that they did. Even Paul did that. Paul yeah. became a tent maker, shows up at Aquila and Priscilla's house as a tent right. maker and builds a relationship. And you see that all throughout scripture. Yeah. yeah. And so if we're not... If we're not either presenting the gospel well and presenting the gospel in a way that our communities are going to be able to understand, um, they're not going to care. Again, yeah. they're not going to care about what you have to say, unfortunately. And and again, like you said, we have not that Jesus is the product, right. but we have the greatest product on earth. We do. Um, and if we're not able to showcase that well, then, I mean, I just go to the parable of the talents right, right there. You know, like, like, what are we doing to invest that? Yeah. And, and it honestly terrifies me. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and because, you know, like my goal was to just get the gospel out there right. in any way, shape or form, right. because the gospel, you know, bringing people into that, it's going to start at a different point for everybody. Absolutely. And so we need to be talking about what the community is talking about. Right. If, if for instance, the community is huge and they're downtown next to the community center, we did this at Freedom Center Church. Right. Uh, we brought a slip and slide. Right. We pumped out a ton of the growth water from the river <laughs> shot it down a a, a giant tarp yeah. uh and you know just launched kids down there with a bunch of soap right and that was the biggest thing and the community asked us to come back right they asked us to come back and to be honest that didn't have to do with the building right it didn't have to do with the website the presentation of the gospel at that time was us just integrating ourselves in with what the community is doing. Knowing what the need was and meeting it. Exactly. And so, for example, if you're doing a, a fall festival uh, in October mm -hmm. as a church, sometimes we just post fall festival, six to nine, free games, right, free this right. and free that. It might be better to think in terms of a post that says an event for your family to have fun. Yeah. Same information on yeah. it, but you just change the focus to anyone in the community who's who's looking for a fun activity goes, yep. oh, I want to go there. They told me it will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to here's just in. Yep. We're good at posting information, not necessarily vision. Yes. Does Amen. that make sense? Amen. That's good right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're the expert. So <laughs> I, I, I'll take that as a compliment. Uh, but uh, so what ways do quality uh, presentations um, and, and, and let's just expand this a little bit because yeah. you kind of cover a lot of things. So we're talking social media, website, build outside of buildings, right. and, but also even within services, you yep. know, um, sometimes I would hear from people in my church, you know, oh, we plan and you know, does the Holy Spirit have room to go? And, and the answer is yes. The Holy Spirit should always have preeminent yes. rule over the agenda of a church service right. every time. <laughs> but we plan prayerfully, yes. believing that God is a part of the planning to us right. and tells us that. And then you leave room for that whole thing to be thrown away if we missed it. Yep. Or God has a, something else is yep. happening that God wants to do. So you never become... Um, over-focused on presentation to the point that it takes away from the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Ever. Amen. Never does that happen. But um, 
how does that enhance the quality presentations from when you come in and the music is good volume, it's not too loud, not right. too quiet, to the air conditioning is either the right temperature or the heat's on to the right temperature. Yep. Uh, that your cards in the back of your seats that people have um, are effective or using QR codes or digital things. How does that enhance the message of the vision, core values, and the mission of a local church? Um, let's let's start with this. Um, I'm going to backtrack here for a second, if you're okay with that. Absolutely. Um, a, you're never going to please everybody. So be careful of who you ask this right. question to. That's uh, true. <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to have a lot of these people who want the volume to be at a specific level. Absolutely. You, they want, you know, the screens to be at a certain level brightness and things like yeah. that. Um, so you're not going to please everybody, but you cannot discredit what they've already said. So right. a lot of these churches have already heard a lot of these things. Right. You know, every pastor here. Yeah. That. Everybody. Doesn't matter and, what and size it, or where you're at. And, and it's, it's hard because as the pastor, you want to accommodate, you want to help, you want to serve the community right. well. Uh, so hearing this stuff over and over again is difficult. However, um, whenever you are designing, whenever you're creating, not just for people, but you're you're doing it with the intention that God gave you the vision to do this. Mm -hmm. It makes it a lot easier, right? And if God gave you the vision and the design, and he gave you all of the uh, the inspiration to go and do it, you better put your heart into right, it. Right, right. Your absolute everything into that because God gave you the command to do and, that. And you're stewarding the resources of your organization. Which exactly. Is, which is God's. Yes. God's. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it 100% enhances it um, in ways that honestly... It's kind of hard to, to judge yeah. Um, because, you know, we, for instance, um, our creative pastor, we did a worship Sunday. Our yeah. creative pastor uh, did a presentation on stage with ping pong balls and filling up this jug of water, mm -hmm. uh, vase of water, and it overflowed. And the mm -hmm. ping pong balls went out and it just showed when Holy Spirit's inside of you, nothing yeah. else can be in you. Right. right. That was huge to a lot of people. Right. Um, that went, we took a clip of that, uh, for social media, it went viral, like yeah. in the first two weeks, I think we had like 140,000 views on wow. that, uh, just on Instagram and it, it blew up. And a lot of people were like, this is what I need. This is what I need. But just because that's what they need in the moment does not mean that's what they're going to need next week Absolutely. as well. So a lot of people, and I, I really want to kind of give the warning. A lot of people just say, oh, that worked. Let's continue doing that. Right. Don't. Right. <laughs> it's the partnership of the Holy Spirit, what he's doing now, and the presentation yeah. of what he wants to accomplish that marry together in those moments. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, yes, uh, clear communication of vision and core values is so important because people need to feel comfortable. Yeah. They need to know who it is that they're entrusting with their kids. Yeah. They need to know who is they're trusting with their spiritual growth, their spiritual well-being. Right. Um, and so if you can present that well in a clear way for right. However, your communi uh, community communicates, right. really, whether it's through video, photo, uh, text, speech, yep. um, like you need to put your all into whatever that is, though. Absolutely. So, Brett, I'm convinced that most of our pastors listening to this, ministry leaders would say, okay, we get it. You know, we've got ministry needs. We've got, uh, we want to do good presentations. Jesus mm -hmm. is. The personhood of Jesus is the greatest of all time. We need to present him right. well. I think I would guess that most go, I get it. Yep. But here's where the rub comes. <laughs> For churches that have larger staffs, that have 
gifted people in them. You don't have to be a large church to have a gifted person right. in social media and graphics and design and all that stuff. If you have that, they go, amen, let's fine tune that. Yes. But for the majority of our churches, the pastors are going, I'm sold on it. I want to do this yep. stuff. I don't know how, but I'm also the maintenance guy. I'm, I'm the also maintenance mowing the guy. Lawn. Yeah, I'm yeah. cutting. The, I'm doing all the stuff, and I don't have anybody who's gifted enough, or the person I have is capable but doesn't know how to go to that next level. Right? How do churches make this happen with limited resources, limited staff, yeah, or limited expertise right. in these areas? That's the real question. So, um, the practical answer is there are so many tools out there that are easy mm -hmm. uh, points of entry for somebody to get into. Uh, Canva, if you are designing photo or even video now, uh, Canva is a free tool. Uh, and as a nonprofit, you can actually get the premium version of Canva for free. Wow. Uh, you don't need to do like pay anything. Right. You just have to submit your forms and stuff and then they give it to you for free. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, there are, and I know this is kind of a touchy subject for some people. Sure. However, uh, AI tools that sure. are out there to be able to help with these things. Right. Um, so you don't have to do everything by yourself. Right. Uh, the other thing that I would say to that, if you have nobody in your community, right. you're wrong. Right. You have people. Sure. They, they've just never been asked. Right. Uh, and, and this is, this is my heart really for a lot of this stuff, because the reason why I'm in the position that I'm in is yeah. because I was asked right. to be there. I had no interest. I am probably the, one of the most introverted people sure. that you'll meet. I don't want to step out. However, somebody saw something in me and said, Hey, I want you to be a part of the tech team. I'm going to buy you a jumpsuit. You're going to look like a garbage man. Yeah. We're going to get up in the <laughs> ceiling and change the, the yeah. gels on these lights. And it's going to be awesome. Right. And because of that guy, um, you know, that was 20 years ago. Right. Because of that guy, I'm doing what I'm doing today. Right. Because I was asked. Right. Um, and so there are people in the communities that are more than willing to step up to the plate. Yeah. They may not have the skills. And here's the other side of it too. And this is hard for a lot of pastors. Um, a lot of people are perfectionists. Sure. We want the best of the best immediately. We don't want to show off right. the bad side of things. And, and this might contradict a little bit what we talked about earlier, but there's always room for iterative improvement. Absolutely. You don't have to be an expert on day one. Start You're not somewhere. going to be. Yeah, start I, somewhere. I, when I used to teach this stuff uh, at the Creative Academy, I always told the students, your first project, anytime you like do something for the first time, it's probably going to be terrible. Yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> And Just then, remember, pastors, your first sermon. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and then you're going to get better. And then you're going to get better. Right. And then you're going to get better. Um, so being able to entrust those people and say, hey, I trust that you understand the vision of the house. I understand that you're not there yet and right. you're going to learn and allowing them to fail. Right. Allowing them to make mistakes, allowing them to, you know, uh, step up and be like, ooh, that did not work as well as I wanted it to. Right. And grow into it. Exactly. So start looking in your church. You might have someone there. Yeah. If they don't, um, I, I know that you have a heart to help. One of the I things that it. we're working on as a network is creating a resource where if you need help with online uh, streaming, if you need help with um, installation of a sound system or understanding right. your soundboard, uh, Brett is working on getting a team together to uh, be able to help with those things. Yeah. And of course, churches have to provide the ability to cover <laughs> right. their expenses and uh, certainly uh, get the equipment. Yeah. But, 
but there is definitely some help coming in that way. And so Brett, just talk about your desire to help and, and your availability to right. consult on those kind of things. So God has really put a vision in uh, not just me, but my family's uh, life for the last couple of years to uh, help pastors focus or help pastors fix problems so that way they can focus on pastoring. Right. That's really been the vision. Uh, and then this like 2023 was all about um, getting the gospel out in any way, shape or form. Right. And we're really starting to see the two of these mesh. And so we, we just go to churches and help out. Yeah. Like I, I get phone calls and text messages all the time right. saying, Hey, we, we need this, you know, set up and we just don't know how, or, right. you know, like we had a new pastor take over a church and like, uh, we have all the equipment. I don't know what any of it does. Right, right, right. <laughs> so we we actually got to to go there, and it, and it's not just us. Again, like you said, we have people right. uh, to be able to help with these things. So if you're out there and you're like, all of this is great, but it's all daunting, right. please call me. Eight one zero five one six five six one zero. Uh, give me a call, shoot me a text message, whatever it is that you feel comfortable doing. Right. Uh, we'd love to just be able to talk about the vision of your church, the vision of your community, and see what ways that we can partner together. And that includes even potentially from sound systems to websites to all that stuff, but yes. also the possibility of even um, teaching your people how to do photography. Right. Oh, I love training all people. sorts of stuff. Yeah. They they want to. We want to as a network, and Brett and Sarah as individuals want to help. Churches advance the mission. And again, what Brett said is the best part. Eliminate the stuff that's hard to do so you can focus on the pastoring stuff right. you're called to do. Yep. And Amen. Uh, that might be a good tagline. Yeah. <laughs> you need to write that down. We need to play that. Oh, back. I got it, man. It's engraved in my soul. It's engraved in your soul. So, uh, yeah. So let me just be encouraging to you, pastors. If you're listening to this and you're at the beginning phases or you're in the process of evaluating, no, you can get there. Every church has to start somewhere, but we really want to come alongside and help you have that presentation because we know you've got a good vision. We know you've got a great call of God on your life. We know your church is amazing. We just want everybody else to know that. And with Jesus as the center of everything, my goodness, do we have the ability to right. change the world around Amen. us in the community. Anything else, Brett, before we check out? Man, there's there's so much to this. Don't feel like you have to know everything right off the bat, and don't feel like you're alone. Uh, again, like Pastor Aaron said, uh, even if it's just a phone call, uh, you're looking for ideas, you need clarification on something, please reach out. Uh, we're here. The network is here yep. to be able to help out um, with, again, the vision that God has instilled in you. The, the goal of the network is to be a resource. And so even if it's down to you've got the person, you've got the equipment ready to be ordered, and you need to verify that that's the right equipment, yep. feel free to call Brett. He'll let you know. So Brett, thank you for being on the of podcast. Course. Thanks for investing in our churches. And let's remember there is importance in the way we present the gospel uh, to a world that's changed over the decades to a digital world. God bless you. Thank you, Brett, and appreciate you. You too. Thanks a lot. Thank you for joining the L3 podcast. We pray that it has been beneficial to both you and your ministry. If you would like to know more about the Michigan Ministry Network, please feel free to visit mmn.ag.